<laughs> All right, man. So we did. Let's see. We sat down with Tony Leonardi, the author of Let's Put Some Words Inside Them Cheeks. He's our buddy. He's our comedian. He's our he's our homeboy. He's a jujitsu guy. He's a bike rider. He's our partner from way back in Jar Codes. He's fantastic. He, Tony Leonardi, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He's just awesome. Dude, I love the guy, dude. I love yep. the fucking guy, dude. I miss him. And I'm so glad that I'm, I'm so glad we, you know, just general conversation. Cause I knew that, you know, I know he wants to talk about, wanted to talk about the middle, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I want to, but I really don't, you know, I think I'm, a, I'm at the stage of life, obviously, you know, and I've been getting these conversations that, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much more to life than music. And I don't know, but music brings us all together anyway. So, yeah, it's about everything. Yeah. 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 No, I like that because I want to know what shows you're watching, what how to, how to access this stuff. You know what I mean? I want to find out. How are you finding out about these bands and I'm not? I want to know how. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it was a lot more than that, which is really good. That's which is this is awesome, dude. You, you I gave you the the vision and you just taking that vision way farther than I expected. And I'm just and for that I'm very thankful for you. My shout out to you this week is to Jason. Oh, the man. Shit. My shout-outs to Adam. Yeah, hell no, dude. My shout-outs to you because you're the shit, dude. And I'm so happy that we reconnected. I'm so happy that we're having these conversations. I'm so happy that we're just, you know, we're together. We're not together, but we're together, bro. Yeah, so tell me why you started all this exercise and crazy shit, man. I'm too old to do it. We're the, like, the Stop. Same what do you mean, old? Forty-nine, yeah, same age as you. But why'd you start doing this shit? Well, because I lost all the weight. I lost all the weight. Was it to lose weight? Um, it was actually I lost uh like sixty pounds, about fifty pounds. Right. And at that point, I was able because I was like almost three twenty, dude. I was like really. Yeah, yeah. I'm five ten. So that's wow. Yeah. I lost. I I got that that to that point. You know what I mean? And I was just through diet and uh i got into a meal replacement program so okay it was pricey no joke it was fucking expensive man but it worked dude it worked killer you know what i mean it just got you out of routine yeah yeah well that's the whole it was the whole program was that you you eat every three hours okay you only eat like maybe 125 calories every hour you know every three hours wow so you, and then one time during the day you eat a meal uh, you eat like anywhere between 68 grams of protein and then like, you know, a cup and a half to three cups of green vegetables. They always stress okay. green vegetables. Yeah. So that was it, man. I like, I got down to like 50, 60 pounds. I was fucking feeling great. You know, wow. I, I was act. I was, I had so much fucking energy. I had to do something. Okay. And you remember, dude, when we were kids, dude, all we did was BMX, dude. Yeah. I rode my BMX fucking everywhere. It's the first thing I bought when I came to Florida. It's hanging on my on my uh, porch. Hell yeah, dude! Free transportation, and you know, and yep. you get to see it and go explore. Remember, dude, that's all we did as kids. Yep. Go explore and build ramps. Yep. That's all I do is I just ride around here, you know. Yeah, and then convince your friends to lay in front of the ramp to see how many people <laughs> can jump over it. Remember that? And then watch the ramp just fall apart. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just roll over everybody. <laughs> I was more about frame stands and, you know, the handlebar spins and all the, you know, stopping in the air stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, back then, that was all flat land. Remember, there was yeah. like quarter pipes yet at that no, point? Nothing like that. Yeah. There was just girls hanging out at the mall and me standing on my bike riding past them. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That was pimp, though, dude. That's pimp. Hell yeah. That's pimp, dude. It Had got that. you the chicks, dude, didn't it? It, it did. I was a backup boyfriend to more more girls than any guys knew. You know? <laughs> hey, man, that's probably the best one because you don't have to deal with all the drama. <laughs> You're in and out, dude, like a car salesman. Like a car salesman. So then what'd you start, what'd you start doing first to get rid of the energy? Well, well, I actually, I started, I, I wanted to do something it, 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 just to burn off and get back in shape too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, actually, before the bike, I got into uh, Muay Thai because, uh, okay. you know, when I was a kid, I was into martial arts huge, dude. Yeah. You know, I did, you know, Taekwondo and I did it competitively too, sparring competitions too when I was a kid. I remember that. I, yeah, and I loved it, dude. I loved it. You know, I was like one belt away to get my black belt back then and, you know, but whatever. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a rock star. So anyways, so I got into uh, Muay Thai. So I went to uh, a buddy of mine's studio out in uh, Lombard, uh, okay. Sky, Sky Center. And, Sky you know, Center in Lombard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I uh, hit a Muay Thai class. So I did that. And, dude, it got me down. I got it. I did that for like a month and a half. And I was feeling really good. And then cool. a buddy of mine is like, dude, you got to come out and check out this jujitsu thing. Yeah, that's where I started watching you. That's where I started yeah. catching your acts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so I went out to my first class. Dude, I'll never fucking forget this, dude. I, I, I knew what it was kind of about, but I never really experienced it. You know what I mean? So I literally, dude, I got choked the fuck out and tapped out like probably 17 times within like 30 seconds, dude. No shit. I, I was manhandled. And this was a girl. This That's was by cool. a girl, dude. Right. You know, she just owned me, dude. And yeah. it, 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 some people are very receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Some people get very butthurt, ego-driven. Yeah. And Either they, they you give mad. up or you get challenged, right? They get mad at like, fuck this place. I ain't doing this shit. You know? Yeah, I mean? exactly. Me, it was the opposite, man. It was like, wow, I want to do what she just fucking did or what he <laughs> just did to me. Because you know? it was so effortless. You right. Know what I mean? I was struggling. I was using all my energy and everything, dude. And they were as mellow and calm as <laughs> and dude, and just manhandled me. So right. that got me into it. I really love the jujitsu, and I thought, hey, hey man, my cardio sucks. <laughs> right. So, oh, there he is. Hey, is it? <laughs> let's go down dude look at that look at that bed he's got look at his what he's got yeah 45 every time every time what'd you have on last time an ak <laughs> oh, oh ar-15 son the ar-15 hell yeah dude let's go down dude. <laughs> i missed you guys man fucking tony you son of a bitch where the fuck have you been Dude, I've been out fucking biking and getting choked. Well, not anymore, but. <laughs> dude, dude, let me tell you, dude, every time I fucking, so I tried to go fucking roll, dude. 
So this is when we first started talking, right? We were like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go wrong and get out of the fucking gym. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to go do this. And then very first. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And then I walked out of the gym like this. I'm like, ah, f- ah help me, Jesus, help me. <laughs> dude, I couldn't do it, dude. I was done. So then, you know what? So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's one or two times. I'm going to go back again. I'm going to try it again. You know what happened the next time? <laughs> oh, God. I feel that in my colon. In third time, I was like, yeah, I was fucking, I'm done. <laughs> See, this is what I was just telling you, Jason, about <laughs> It's hard, dude. It's hard, yeah. dude. You know, it's... you have to, dude, it is the steepest learning curve of anything I've ever done, ever. Agreed. Agreed, dude. Ever. It's, it's a challenge, and that's what you're all about. That's why people who stick with it, dude, are fucking savages, bro. Savages. 100%. You know dude, 100%. I mean? So you're a sav- you're a savage now. Yeah. Uh, dude, I don't know about that, man. I've been doing it for three years and I'm still a white belt, so I don't know. Dude, yeah. I, I think know. I'm on my like fifth or sixth stripe now. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Trying to tell me something. Nice. Good. I you know, I I I tried to go back after the third time and the doctor that you know, after I got that that second accident, they're like, Yeah, you know, if you're thinking about rolling again or jujitsu, don't. I'm like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> Dude, every doctor I talk to is tells me that same shit. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I love it too much, dude. It, it, dude, you got to embrace the suck, dude. You have 100%. to embrace the suck, dude. And you have to find a good school yep. with good rolling partners. And that's the, I, I, the key, dude, is the people you choose to roll with. You know what yep. I mean? Dude, I'm 48, bro. I ain't fucking going to roll against fucking Captain America. I'm telling you that right now. I'll roll against Captain America, bro. See, that's why you got fucking jaded, dude. You got, okay, here I am. Fucking Superman cape and you got fucking defeated. Dude, 100%. This hillbilly came out of the woods and was like, I'll go ahead and roll with you. I'm like, oh, shit, hell yeah. Oh, God, help me. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I was telling Jay. The first person I rolled with was a girl, dude, and she choked me out 17 times in probably 30 seconds. Yep, yep, 100%. Real quick. It was crazy, dude. It was crazy. Right before you joined us, I was asking Tony about his, uh, you know, journey into health. So I just, Uh maybe let's wrap that up. Yeah? You were doing jujitsu, and then uh, where did you do that at? I did it. Um, I first went to UFC, uh, UFC gym, okay, uh, in Lombard, actually. Nice. Our old neck of the neck of the woods. Right. Because uh, right. a buddy of mine turned me on to it, so I went to his school. I'm like, I'm going to do with somebody you know I know, and and that helped. And that's probably what really helped me was I was always with somebody I could yeah. totally fucking trust 100. Right. And nice. That's key, isn't it? Yeah, dude, and it is, man. You. It, a lot of people love jujitsu, especially uh, ex-military. You know why? Right. It's because when you're in the military, you develop a bond with these guys that you're around. You know, what I mean, your unit. You know, what I mean. So when you leave and you come back home, you don't have that anymore. You know, what right. I mean? jujitsu totally replaces that bond for a lot of these guys. You know, what I mean. Right. So it, 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 to have that trust is only going to help you progress. You know. Yeah. Today. Or you end up like fucking Adam, dude. You'd be like a fucking the hunchback in Notre Dame every time he came home. <laughs> oh, God, help me. And what happened to you? I got my ass handed to me again. You're going to go back? Dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, in eight months, dude, I'll tell you what, for eight months, bro, I would come home from practice and I would try to peel off my, my gi or my shirt and I could barely get it off. I'd be like, oh, God. Oof. Oh, I'd be so sore. I was sore all the time, dude. Yeah. All the time. That's, That's the so- point. 
Uh, and, then, and then I got into the biking because I wanted yeah. to get my cardio for jujitsu better, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, well, fuck, man. I'm old school BMX. Like we were talking, you know, I, I yeah. fucking raced BMX uh, in the 80s. And actually, uh, who the fuck did I race for? Uh, they were right in Bloomingdale, too. I was actually sponsored by Hutch Frames. Oh, wow. Hutch. Old uh, school. Yeah, that dude made them out in Illinois, too. He was an Illinois guy. Right. So, Anytime I, I fucking snap a frame, dude, I get bring it to the shop and they would set me up with a new one. Oh, hell yeah. So, you know, I was like, my buddy's like, dude, you got to check out this mountain biking thing. And I'm like, I used to, we used to fuck around in the trails uh, mm-hmm. back with our BMXs, you know, yeah. I mean? like fucking morons, dude. Yep, yep. No helmet, no pads, jeans, you know, fucking, yep. you know, Iron Maiden shirts. High off my ass, yep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so my buddy goes, let's check out this mountain biking thing, dude. And that was it. I was sold, dude. I was sold. I'm like, dude, the- every video I've seen that you posted or any yeah. picture I've seen, I'm just like, oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, God, dang. You know, and then I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I do some crazy shit on my dirt bike, but not as crazy as the shit that you right. do on your bike, dude. It's dude, crazy. It's, you know what it is? It's been just nothing but natural progression. The want. You know, I yep. love being in the dude, being in the forest, in the mountains, outside like that is like soul. It, it transforms my soul, dude. You know 100%. I mean? it's, it, it's a soul thing, you know, it's a cleansing. Yeah. It's a thing I don't get because of the hustle and bustle of daily life, you know, yeah. checking fucking cell phones and all that shit. So to get out to go to fucking North Carolina and Pisgah Mountains for like four days, dude, with no bear, with shit cell phone reception, which is a must. Cause yeah. we're not checking all that shit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just being in the moment, dude, enjoying nature, fucking cooking, drinking, smoking, and going out and just fucking, like Riding. I said, fearing for your life with the biggest <laughs> smile on your face. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly what it is, dude. And sending it, dude, just fucking going fucking balls out, dude. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know? Dude, right. it's amazing. It's unreal to see. It's unreal to see this biking journey of yours, dude. I mean, I know, right? thanks bro. Dude, it's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm so. I was like, I was talking about it in your last episode. I was like, hey, you know, fucking Tony is bodied up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just fucking rocking it, dude. And I'm, I'm so happy for you. How you, you're, you're like feeling just amazing. I bet, dude. Especially on the trails and the wind is blowing. Your balls are flapping in your fucking face, dude, and everything, dude. dude Crazy, it's huh? Like that it's, it's the trails that Oof. they're being built nowadays compared to what it was like in the early '90s, bro. It's, it's insane, dude. I mean, you're literally on roller coasters. I mean, you're hitting berms. When I was down at Windrock and uh, Oliver Springs, Tennessee, that is a professional fucking downhill. Dude, that place is known as being the steepest mountain bike trails in the United States, bro. And I say, when you get on your bike, all you could think about is how the fuck am I not going to go over my bars? Because you're literally, dude, fucking this, dude. You're like this. And that place is balls to the wall but it's and it's all designed dude it's all designed to go bro and it's just it's crazy it's crazy jumping over fucking rocks going through a, a mile and a half of nothing but boulders the size of baby heads dude at like 30 miles an hour oh it's damn the fucking best thing ever dude ever <laughs> you're just fucking <laughs> all you can do your butt is so fucking puckered and you have to be trail focused dude you have to be absolutely focused dude. oh damn dude it's awesome it's awesome that's why we burn a little bit before we <laughs> yeah, yeah see why. <laughs> we're fucking dude you're like this tunnel vision dude yeah it's yep. awesome it's awesome is like, there like 
Is there a learning curve to this? Did you just start insane, or did you have to work up? To it? <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you have to. You have to start insane and stupid. Okay. Cool. You have to be very. I got stupid. stupid. <laughs> You're already qualified. Yeah. All right. I'm in. <laughs> if you have zero fucking regard of your body <laughs> while Help doing me in. things, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. You know what it is? It's it's like when you're on your bike, dude, you feel like a fucking twelve year old. You feel like a kid again. You know? Yeah. Especially if you're you know, your whole youth was like riding BMX everywhere, you know? Yeah. I got my kid doing it, dude. And sometimes we don't even go to the mountain bike trails. We'll take a, a gravel trail and I'm like, hey, let's go fucking explore. And nice. he's like, What? I'm like, Yeah, let's go check out this like nuclear power plant or this paintball field that's yeah. all decked out like walking dead, you know? Hell yeah. So he gets it. It's cool, you know? So we get to have adventures too. You know? Do you guys do Fermi Lab? Yeah, remember, yeah. Remember I do, Fermi? yeah. Waterfall Glen, dude. I do that all the time. That's yeah, awesome. It's a, it's a nice 10-mile loop. That was his first biking accident, dude. Really? Like, oh, dude, I got to tell you about this. Because he's... <laughs> so this is like a me year of getting into mountain biking, you know? I'm, I'm already a year into it, you know? So I'm like, hey, let's take the family out. Come on, ma. Yeah, you know, we got you a bike and my kid. Mm-hmm. Let's get you know. Let's get the whole family. We'll just ride down this ten mile. You know, we won't even do ten miles. We'll just do you know in the gravel. We'll go a little bit and come back. So, we got caught up in just going and going and going. You know, and right now my wife's kind of fucking. Eh, she's already complaining. She's her legs are killing her. You know, <laughs> she wants to turn back. So we're about to turn back, but we get to this area where it's like a downhill section. Okay, There's a big <laughs> sign. And it says, slow down, use brakes, steep grade. You know what I'm saying? And I tell yeah. my son, I go, Nikki, what does that say? He goes, slow down, steep grade. I go, what does that mean? And I turn, dude, and he's gone. <laughs> gone. Gone. He's already like 20 feet ahead of me, dude. And, dude, his posture, he was in full downhill pro fucking form. Oh, nice. And he said, dude, so I had to fucking fly after him. <laughs> I have to tell you, he made it through almost the whole thing until the end. And it was a st- steep turn, and he bit it, man. He uh, bit it hard, bro. He bit it. Elbow, both knees, his elbows, dude, everywhere. He was bleeding everywhere. Wow. He was a trooper, though, man. He, 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 he was crying, and he was like, I quit. You know, I don't want to ride the bike anymore. But I told him, I go, well, look, you want to get back to the car? You're going to have to ride back to the car. <laughs> this is no ambulance coming, you know? Yeah. So, that a boy, Nikki. He's a savage, yeah. Yeah, he's a savage. So he did it back. And then later that night, I told him, I said, listen, man, you are an absolute savage. Because any of friends of mine would have cried and would have called 911, would have asked me to get 911 so that yeah. ambulance could come pick him up, you know? Nikki's a savage. Yeah, yeah. So he did really good, man. He did really good. That's nice. awesome. That's awesome. So now you guys are uh, full-time biking all, all over the place, everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, I take it. I, he's been going out with me this year to more of the trails uh, than he did last year. So, you know, he's getting older. He's getting better. Yeah. And he's progressing, too, man. This kid's hitting drops already, man. I'm like, what? Hell you know, yeah. going like, you know, a little half inch, you know, not a half inch, but half foot, you know, one Ooh. foot little drops. But he's hitting them. And it doesn't matter. You know, it's the confidence. He's wanting to do it. Well, hey, wait a minute. If he's there, why are we talking to you about his accident? 
Because well, he doesn't have headphones, you won't say hi. You can put his, your headphones on him, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Savage? Your dad's telling us about your accident, but, you know, he's telling yeah. it from a perspective. How'd you feel about it? Uh, it was painful. I had that little uh, scar for a while. Yeah. Do you learn any lessons? Do you learn any lessons from it? Uh, yeah, listen to him when we're flying. Down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. you, was your dad crying? Nah. Are you sure? Nah. Want me to make him cry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, gonna come roll with you, Tony. I'm gonna come roll with Tony. That's what I'm doing. He's gonna come roll you. So where's your where's your where's your dream ride with your dad? Uh, I'm probably going to be Whistler in BC. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, how's your dad doing at, at riding? Is he doing all right? Is he staying in shape? What's he making mistakes at? Tell us. Tell us what Tony's doing wrong. Probably Tony. his form when he does the drops. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He needs to work on it then. Yeah. Attaboy. Attaboy. You're learning a lot from him then? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good. You think you'll, be, you'll stay with it? Yeah, definitely. And t- tell everybody out there why they should get into riding. Um, well, you should get into riding. It's fun. You can make it fun as long as you commit to it. Nice. Especially, yes. Nice. Come All on. Right. Well, thanks for joining us, Nick. Yeah, no problem. All right, buddy. Dude. Dude, you're raising a savage, dude. Right? I hope so, bro. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. He's not good. It's not good until I ask him to pick up his clothes or to do the laundry, and it's all eye rolls. Give me a minute, Dad. Give me a minute. I need to sit down, dude. I need a moment. I'm like, where do you need a moment from? You're ten years old, right? (laughs) Hey, but he's a respectful gentleman, and for all those little girls out there looking for him, he's out there. He's Uh, a savage, and he's athletic, and committed. He's looking for a girl to go riding with. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's looking forward to. We got a, a local uh, downhill place in Wisconsin. It's actually a ski resort. Right. They got downhill trails, so you can just hook up your bike and you take the bike and you up the ski lift. <clears throat> so there's no uphill, and he loves that. So we, we, that's the best place to progress, <laughs> man. So he, he's excited about that. Crystal Mountain's got things like that up here too. Crystal Mountain White Pass, um, Snoqualmie's even got some. You know those mountain to four by four wheeled uh, skateboards. Dude, you got them. You got ridiculousness out by you, bro. I'm telling Tiger you, Tiger Mountain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my way out there one time, and we're Do gonna. It. I'm gonna take you out. We're gonna run a bike okay. for you, and we're gonna take you out on the Green Basin Trail. Just okay. a second, man. I'm telling you, dude, just go to, go to get a bike, man, get on a green trail. I'm telling anybody, just get out there. It's the best thing you can do. And it's just, it's so much fun, man. It's so much fun. I'm in, dude. You, you come this way, I'll, I'll get a bike. Attaboy. We'll run, we'll go to a, like, like a, a bike shop out there. There's, you got a ton of options out there, dude. You Tons know, of bike shops out here. Yeah, yeah. I would be sending it out there. Dude, you got some Harley, sick stuff out there. Harley, Honda. <laughs> that's all good though harley's a good dude i'm actually dude i would i got my son sitting next to me but he's got to keep his mouth kind of closed (laughs) i want to get a dirt bike really bad get a dirt bike buddy i got it i got a tractor right now that i'm just in love with an xr honda xr 250 dude and it's a 250 dude that's what i want it's a 250 yep 
400 is too much you know well it's not yeah. too much but it's just it's a lot of power but the xr250 dude i'm telling you for riding dirty trails, awesome. around here dude holy shit dude it, you take that tractor everywhere you know everywhere and the trails are endless for dirt bikes bro oh so yeah I, I imagine you can get you know the pedal bikes out there but i mean for dirt biking dude i'll tell you that's where my passion is right there dude oh you yeah know? dude I, you know what? I did it a long time ago. I just started riding when I was a teenager, dude. And I'll never forget. I was running my buddies. Uh, I think it was like a 125 or something like that, dude. It was a real peppy little thing, dude. And uh, my buddy is like, here, you know, check out this fucking 600, you know? So I jumped on it, dude. And I hit this fucking, just, it was like a little, just a fucking little jump. And I fucking did one of those, dude. And I launched myself 30 feet in the fucking air, dude. I took a branch across the chest. Took me right off the fucking bike, dude. I swear to God, I thought it broke my sternum. I Everybody thought I was dead. Everyone's looking at me. You okay? Right. Oh, man. and that was it i was like i'm fucking done i'm done yeah next day you're back on Dude. yeah yeah no i wasn't i haven't been on since then but now oh, I really? one. yeah dude, dude. yeah i've been i got so many videos we just put a gopro on our helmets and then just go for rides you know and me and my buddy dre we used to ride and i mean i'm talking we were learning how to ride Literally, we'd go out there for hours and tanks of gas with us, and we just ride and ride and ride. Then we get jumps, and then we got hill climbs going up like this. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Dude, then we got then we got just got good at it. We're like, you know what? Let's just make trails, and that's exactly what we did. There's this place up here, and um, up in the peninsula is called uh, Tahuya, and it's got some groomed trails like you're talking about. These are oh, cool. really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, there are so many bikes, so many quads, so many side-by-sides. Everybody just wheeling, dude. It is just amazing. And riding that stuff is like butter, dude, right? It's just huh. super smooth, and it just feels so natural on the flow, right? Flowy. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Big flow, dude. It's just amazing. And it's such yeah. an... It's, it's, Look at the smile on his face when he talks about it, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. I'm talking about. Sometimes I used to wear my helmet to bed, bro. You know? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I wear my bibs and everything. I take my my little uh, padded pants. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, I wear padded pants right now. I'm a matter of fact, I wore an assless chest, but that's beside the point. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! So Hell. Tony Tony was telling me he's sponsored. Do you want to shout out any sponsors <laughs> before we move on to another oh, yeah. conversation? Yeah, shout out to Demon United. Remember, <laughs> Demon United matters. That's the one that matters. That's the one that matters. That's the one we'll take. Yeah, yeah Demon Dirt, Demon Dirt, and Demon United. Oh, they're yeah. good they're awesome they're awesome they take good. hey they're there yep demon united definitely on instagram that's pretty badass awesome yeah, they, dude. they got a couple of my photos up there too yeah. awesome tony you uh, savage yeah. son of a bitch dude hey how are your lamps bro i'm like what lamps my lamps dude there's not many left <laughs> Oh, dude, those are perfect targets. What are you talking about, bro? I know. <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what do you do? I mean, do you do you go to the gym? Do you lift? Or what do you do, man? You do some home squats? Do you, you know, pick up yeah, pencils? Yeah, just do kettlebells. Kettlebells, dude. Kettlebells. That's, oh, it. Kettlebells. That's really yeah. it, dude. I do kettlebells oh, and I go jujitsu and I, and I bike. Demon United. Thank you for sponsoring my boy, Tony. Oh, dude. Yeah. 
So kettlebells, you do, you, you just, you know, kettlebells, riding, jujitsu, which I'm not going to give up jujitsu, bro. You, I see that you haven't even given up and I'm going to roll with you, bro. You may choke oh, me yeah. out. You may choke me out 81 times out of 10, but you know what? Dude, I'll be gentle with you. I am. I'll be, dude, I'm not like, you know, a lot of these guys are like, yep. Yep. I'm not like that, dude. I'm fucking pulling you down. I'll fucking work you slowly. I'll give you an arm. I, I even like to grab the key and just kind of let you know I'm going to go there. Uh, uh, He'll buy you dinner. You know, you know, yeah, and fucking, yeah. I, I like to make it playful, you know. So every year, the guy I was, the guy I rolled with, dude, he was like, okay, he's like, all right, well, how how much experience do you have? I'm like, well, I honestly zero. And he goes, okay, well, this will be easy then. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, not well, the way you do, man. And that's I'm like, yeah, dude, this is not fucking cool. And he's like, what are you gonna give up? Are you a pussy? And I'm like. No, bitch. I'm not going to fucking give up. I want you to show me what I'm trying to do here. Really? Like, he said that? Did yeah. he say that? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Fuck this, you know? And so I went to a different place. So that was, where was that place? That was, you know, my problem was I went out in Roy or something like that, which is a bum fuck town anyway. So fuck you, Roy. And so I went to a bigger town and uh, it was more of the same, but less, less pushy. You know what I mean? And so then I'm looking at everybody else, like my buddy K- Kevin. He does a, he he rolls a lot out here, up in Seattle, and then you roll in Chicago. And I was like, man, there's got to be a better place. And then I found out my cousin rolls. And then he retired. His last MMA fight was you know like last year. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll roll with you. And and then he was back into the UFC or MMA again. And I'm like, Fuck, well, <laughs> next time, you know. Yeah. But I, it's just like finding that right teacher. I mean, if you if you don't have a right teacher, you're not going to learn shit. You're going to be the dummy. Oh, absolutely, dude. And I got to give a huge shout out to my, my school and my instructor, dude, Steve Patterson, dude, you know, and, and dude, I trained at the University of Ground Fighting out in Newletics. And dude, I, I love my instructor. My instructor is a legitimate savage, dude. This guy is a murderer of murderers, man. You know, and he's got, you know, straight up lineage, you know. He's, yeah. you know we, we, he, he got his black belt from Rodrigo Caprito, bro. You know Whoa. what I mean? And Caprito is out here. So the chance to hang out with my instructor and his instructor, that's like hanging out with the Gracie. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's very important. You know how lineage is when jujitsu. It's it's legit. And that's what you need to do. You need to find a school that's got good lineage. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way. Nobody should be telling you, what are you, a fucking pussy? There's, that, yeah. that mentality should not be there. It, no, like, I'll give all. an example of how it should be. Well, at least for me, it was I went there, did my first class, which, you know, you do your warm ups and then you do your instruction, your, your techniques. You go over your techniques, you know what I mean? And you learn how to, you know, yeah. pass guards and break guards. My first time rolling was with my buddy, and he's like, This is all I'm going to do. I'm just going to put you in full guard. All you want to do is pass. And just, just yeah. working, this is working, you getting out of guard. That's it. Yeah. And that's how it should start with the basics. You can't expect somebody, you know, a lot of places don't even let new students roll until they get their second strike. You know? Right. And that's what right. I that's what I that's what I you know kept you know finding education is like you're not supposed to roll, you know, once you get you have to do uh, all these repetitions, you have to do these these you know, basic things like you're talking about, but most of these these little brinky dink little mall strip jujitsu joints, they just like okay, well guess guess who's rolling today. You know, you know what, man, I think they do that. And, and, and I know there's some places that do that. And then there's other places that do that. 
And there's legit schools, you know, like Gracie Barra, you know, that do that. You know, you can't do that until you're two-story, but, you know, there's other. And, and, and that's for safety reasons, man. Sure. You know? mm-hmm. Just because we have a ton of stupid people out there. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Guys, you know, are powerlifting, watching MMA videos, and they're like, I'm going to go do this jujitsu thing. Yep. You know, and they go in there and they try to, and, you know, they end up hurting somebody else, you know? Yep. Yep. So it's more, I think that's more in place for everybody's safety. But if you can find a good school, it, it should be like that. It should be mellow, dude. It should be welcoming. You should be, by the end of the end of the whole class, you should be like wanting, you, you should be re- thinking about what you just did. Right. You know, you're that so much into it. You're like, wow. And, you, and your whole drive home is that whole class going over and over and over in your head. That's yeah. a good school. That's when you know you found a place. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it has to, they have to, you can't be a fucking dick. You can't have the bulldog mentality. And you can't be rolling with people who think they're going to get a heavyweight belt at the end of it. You know what I mean? Right. You, when you roll with people, that's essentially your teammates. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. You have to. You have to show total, absolute respect, and you have to have hundred percent trust with each other. Yep. I mean, look, man. We all gotta. You know, none of us are gonna be doing MMA fights. We're all dads. You know, we got jobs. We got to make it to the job next day. Mm-hmm. We can't afford any time off, man. Right. So to be safe. You know, I'm 48, man. You know, I, I, I'm getting up there. I'm still young, but you know, at my age, I don't heal like I used to. You know, what I mean. Right. So I, I pick and choose on who I roll with. And I think that's really important. But the thing that sucks is that you have to roll with people to find out you don't want to roll with them anymore. Oh, damn, dude. That's a metaphor for life, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, dude, let me tell you, dude, jiu-jitsu is, is a perfect metaphor on life. It yeah. really is. Because it is the hardest thing. You know, there's peaks and valleys to the whole jiu-jitsu game, dude. And there's a never-ending learning process. And there's more valleys than there ever are peaks. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I say I, I want my son to learn it because I think that it helps you with, you know, that mentality of self-discipline, self-reliance, um, self-preservation, um, you know, camaraderie, uh, team building, um, all these important things that that I have always believed in. You know. It, it, jiu-jitsu is everything you know i i'm not a, by no mean am i a jiu-jitsu anything expert i'm not even i a matter of fact i'm a failure at jiu-jitsu because of the wrong teachers i had the wrong classes wrong places i've been to for jiu-jitsu but i want my son to learn jiu-jitsu because it's just going to help him in the long run self-discipline discipline his own mind it's going to teach him to calm himself it's going to teach him to think about you know be strategic you know and so i really for for the life of me i'm going to now double down and go find you know me someplace with the lineage like you're talking about someplace now i didn't know that before you know right exactly yeah, dude. well i did know about lineage but i didn't know how important it was for a school to teach a student with lineage right so i think yeah, i'll try with that, they're gonna that, that school is passing down the values of what they learned before 100 percent, dude 100 percent and especially Gracie schools, dude. Gracie schools, they're not cheap, dude. And, and, and they make their money. You have to purchase their keys and all that. But that's the best, dude. That's the best of the best. You want to learn from the best, you're going to pay for the best. And right. it, are you going to get more out of it? Absolutely, you will. 100%. Absolutely, you will. So how do you find that out? How do you find out the lineage? Do you go to their website? Do you, you talk, go, do you you, talk do to you, the guy? Yeah, you could actually just Google up. Um, okay. 
your instructor, whatever you, whatever school, get the guy's name and look him up. Yeah. You know? Can you his can website? You, can you sit in classes and watch to see if you know how you feel Absolutely. about it? All Most that places stuff. will give you a free week, a free yeah. week or a free class. You know what I mean? Okay. A lot of them do that. Absolutely, man. Moving to Chicago because you want to get the vibe of the place. I would think you know you want to see if you like the room before you meet the guy and then the class. You know? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You should you know, absolutely you should find out. Yeah. Most. Most, if not all, jujitsu places always have a free trial a day or a okay. week or whatever. You know, I mean, they'll let you check it out, man. But most jujitsu schools, the real ones, man, don't have like a year contract or six months. It's a month contract. You gotcha. know what I mean? And, and, and it is like my school, dude, I pay a certain fee and I can train as much as I want during that month. There's no and is you, your training... Classes. Is your training more individualized where they take you, hey, you, this is what you, you're going to roll with this guy, but we're going to guide you through everything. We're going to put you in this position and you're going to, this is how these are the moves. Or well, how is it that your training works? Well, like I said, we know we show up, we, we do the warmups. Uh, we learn a, a certain, usually we start learning. The first thing we learn is technique is our stand up. So we always learn a takedown and it's always a judo. You know, it's always judo. Oh, yeah. Judo is, is, is hand in hand with jujitsu. You know, to get the guy to the ground, you got to take him to the ground. And that's all judo, you know what I mean? And wrestling, too, man. So, you know, you, you go over, and my instructor comes from years, years of wrestling, too. So we learned both. I learned wrestling and judo. And, he, and we learned what's effective that he has shown doing what he, you know, his years of experience, what's more effective. He competes, dude. He goes in and competes against all these, you know, huge black belts, too. You know what I mean? So he kind of knows what he's talking about. Right. Do they brag about their lineage? You know what I mean? No, you know, it's, it's, it's not really, it's more just being proud. You know, I mean, it's nothing okay. to brag about. Well, it. I mean, you don't have to like would brag they, about it. Would People they put know. It... Trust me, if you come from a good school and they know, you don't have to yeah. say anything. You know well, I mean, your teacher, if you're looking for a place and you're online, do they say this lineage or trained, you know, from oh, this? Yeah. Well, they'll say, you know, th this instructor got his black belt under this guy. Okay. And they'll show the, the order all the way to a Gracie or a Machado or, gotcha. you know, or, or whatever. You know what I mean? so, okay. Just so people know what to look for. Because, yeah, what if you're not a Gracie kind of guy? What if you want a different style? You know, so you could go from the legends down and learn that actual style. Well, all, it's all essentially greasy Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It really is. So? is it? I mean, it's just different families, you know, I mean, due okay. to conflicts and all that. Gotcha. But yeah, man, it's just, uh, we would do the stand-up and then we do our, our class of technique and we would work on that over and over with a partner. And then we would do live rolling. The class would be over. And now we do, you know, ours, we could do as many rolls as you want, dude. You know, whatever. Yeah. And it was, it's pretty much left to us who we want to roll with. Okay. You know what I mean, that's but then, cool. You know, we have situations where, like, you know, half the school is training for a tournament. We'll do, like, you know, do, like, you know, King of the Hill. You know what I mean? <laughs> rolling, you know what I mean? Where one guy, he keeps winning, he keeps going. Okay. So the longer he's winning, the longer he's in it. You know, and the longer you're in it, the tired you get. Yeah. And you're getting fresh dudes on you every minute. Oh, you know what I mean? dude. So that's what you, I think usually that's like a shark tank. They'll have a guy down and they'll be like, all right, we're going to do, you know, eight minutes and we're going to have a guy switching off, you know, every minute. You know? Dang. Yeah. That, I bet you that gets you conditioned and ready for, 
Fuck everything, dude. Yeah, you know what it is, man. You have to train under duress, under the worst possible situation. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know what I mean? When you think that you 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 just want to tap because this dude's on your face, you're not dying, you're not choking, but you're so uncomfortable and you're <laughs> ready to fucking give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to teach yourself to fucking weather that storm, man, is 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 the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal. That's intended to jujitsu. To survive in uncomfortable. Yeah, because more storms you weather through, man, you learn how to, you know you learn them. You learn yeah. how, how they're effective and how they're being done on you. So next thing you know, you're the, you're, now you're the storm for someone else's boat. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what's neat, Adam? We were talking to uh, Sean Jarvis, right? And he was talking about firearms and how repetition is just so key so that in those situations you don't hurt Absolutely. Some, So you don't hurt somebody or yourself. 100%. I just like the tie-in to Tony's. You know, you just have to do it and be in those situations so that you learn how to not hurt people or yourself. You operate under, you learn under duress and you you get that muscle memory happening, repetition, and it happens. It comes naturally when you need it, you know? I bet you that's the same because Tony used to play bass and you play guitar. I bet you the muscle memory is the same for like, you know, instruments and stuff. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I think think that goes with anything, you know, any type of athlete or musician or any type of craft or artist, you have to, you have to just keep doing it over and over and over and over. You have to fail a multitude of times to make it better. Yep. Yeah. If you did, if you don't fail, you're not learning anything. That's right. Unfortunately, a mountain biking feeling hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hundred percent, dude. Oh man, I know. I went. I went sky. Oh, cocaine. I haven't done hot yoga yet. I've been dying to do hot yoga, dude. Oh, dude, hot yoga is the shit. You got it's like a, like a school of the learn, dude. You got to find yourself a good place where you can go in, and if you don't know, you can ask questions. I've been going to these. We we, we me and the old lady went into this one, and we we're like, we're hiking out there, and we're like, how do you do that? I'm like, oh shit. This leather old leather old woman dude came over. She was like, "You guys need to shut up." I'm like, bitch, really? Get out of here! Get out of here! I'm trying to learn how to do this hot ass yoga. It's like fucking 400 degrees in here. My balls are sweating. My legs, dude, I'm just like dying. You know what I mean? Dude, we got death metal yoga out here. We got one too. I just found out, dude. I'm like, yes, dude. I got, it's at a beer place. It's at a brewery company too. You better go, and you better let me know how that goes. I'm gonna bring the GoPro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, yeah. So I just, you know, it inspired me, dude. You inspired me to, you know, get off my ass. Go keep going, keep going, get get better, get, you know, and this whole quarantine lockdown business, dude. It's you know, yeah, I gained a few pounds. I'm not, you know. We yeah. are, dude. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We're getting out, man. We're we're trying to ride out as much as we can, dude. But we went out to the trails the other day, dude, and it was fucking crowded, dude. It was ridiculous, dude. What? Yeah, there was like people with fucking kids and babies on the trails. I'm like, get out of here, man. What's what is wrong with you? I mean, you guys got a gravel path. Use that. Yeah, yeah. Use these trails to hike with your children. I mean, dude, they're hiking trails out here. They got they got to use them. They got to be considered multi-use trails. Yeah. So we have to share them with hikers and equestrians, you know what I mean? Yeah. But even at that fact, man, with that much traffic, you don't need children on those trails. No, no, no. You get on the little kitty trails, the little paths or something, little playground. Especially now, floor. dude. Especially now. Everyone's supposed to be quarantined. And then I, I go out to the, the forest, out in the woods, dude, and it looks like a, a fucking everyone's out there for 4th of July. You know, bar, 
barbecuing, hanging out like it's fucking nothing. I'm like, what is going on? That's crazy, dude. Yeah, dude. So this is why they're starting to close all the parks. You know, yep. because no one's listening. No one's listening. Yeah, and same out here, man. Everybody out here is like, they close fishing. Fishing, the most social distancing thing that we have as humans. Yeah. They shut fishing down? How do you and do we're that? the only state. I mean, you know what I mean? Which is like, it just that blows makes no my sense. mind. Yeah, that Zero makes no sense, sense, dude. That makes no sense, dude. Oh, and they're closing all the parks. All the bars are closed. All the venues, all the sports places. Yep. I mean, restaurants, everything. Everything is fucking ghost town here, bro. I mean, I was literally, when I go to work, before they told us we couldn't go to the actual building and all of us congregate and go do work, um, they, I was out on the middle of the busiest highway in our state, in the middle of the freeway in and there was like, I could count how many cars go by in an hour. Usually it was like, you know, 200 plus. This particular night, it was like maybe 10. And I'm like, what? All night. And I'm like, what? That's this, this shit is just unreal, you know? Dude, you know what else is uh, scary? Dude, have you, I, have either one of you tried stand-up comedy? You know what? No, my buddy was like into this, and he he did it a couple of times. But I didn't actually. I didn't even know he did it. He was telling me he's like, yeah, I went out and did it a couple of times. I'm like, what? Yeah. I've always thought about it just because everyone says Tony, you got the craziest stories. Yeah. Dude, you do got some crazy stories, dude. I think you'd be awesome at it, dude. I tell you what, it is the scariest five to ten minutes of your whole fucking life. Like that. I mean, oh, I'm sure. Imagine you're very, remember when you, you first started playing shows, I mean, or writing music and you're out there, you're touring, whatever you're doing. Imagine the very first show. Do you remember, you remember how scared or how? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. That's nothing. I don't know, dude. My first gig was really fucking bad. Dude, I bet. Mine too. Mine was horrible. But this is way worse because you are stripped down, just you and a mic. And you're like, oh. And my voice, oh, I'm I'm the one who's supposed to make you laugh. Oh shit. Oh. And then then there comes a point where into like you're 30 seconds in, all of a sudden your shirt starts getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh well, so there I was with a fist in my ass and blah 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 blah. blah. Like, Wait, what? What just happened? And then all of a sudden your people start laughing, and you're like, oh god, I'm out of here. And then you go backstage and die. Yeah. You die. I've done it. I've done it a total of 12 times. And let me tell really? you, every time is just, you're like, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't get, it gets better. I imagine with more reps and more, more, like more reps, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah. it is the scariest five to 10 minutes of your whole fucking life. The very first time I was up there, I was just, you know, a couple of whiskey and Cokes and up there and I'm talking shit and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was comfortable. Then the second time was like, I only had one. I was even sipping on it when I was up there. And I'm like, Oh, this is gonna go bad. This is gonna go bad. And then I lost everybody. You could tell when everybody else and they're like, goes like this. Yeah, and just yeah. your job to bring them all back like fucking hurting. That's cats. right. You know? Oh, it's so difficult. It is so difficult. I think I want to keep going though. But so how do you write now? How you how you approach into writing? Stories, bro. <laughs> just getting out there, talking shit, talking stories, talking about just experiences, whatever. And then it's like, and then if I find something that really works, I'll go home and I'll write it down. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, this is going to be, 
it'll be good, but I'll have to tie it into this or I'll have so to So you do it write it down. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But you know, I, you get up there, man. And I don't know what it was. I think it was that the whole, that to, two year period where I had a lot of holes in my life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where right, right. all of a sudden, like, I'm like, Oh, well, I can learn how to do this. So I'm going to do this. And then, and then I'll write or I'll, not write and get up there and just talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just such an interesting thing, but it just, it flows, you know? And how long are the sets that you're doing? Five no, 10 nothing more than 10 minutes, dude. Yeah. No, 10 minutes. That's a long time, dude. A long time to sit up there and it's talk to people and, and hope they laugh. You know? Yeah. I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. I can't believe it's not on YouTube. I'm irritated now. <laughs> yeah, dude. We need some, I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm glad. How do you do that? Whatever you do that thing, you know, that fucking thing. Yeah. I'm glad that it's not on YouTube because there was like one time I was up on there and that was, where was I? I was in Portland at an open mic and I was up there and I was eating. It might as well have been a dog shit on my face, dude. I was eating big piles of shit. And then like last, like the last two minutes, I pulled it out somehow way, shape or form. And everybody's dying laughing. But those, those first eight minutes I was eating shit. Uh, brutal, huh? Oh, it was so goddamn brutal. Not a laugh, not a, a chuckle occasionally here and there. And I'm like, I'm like, God damn, we know how am I gonna pull this out? And then you find something, you know, you like interact with somebody or something, and then you just all of a sudden you're just like they're like, Oh, wait, wait, did he just what oh shit? And then just like comes together, like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So those times that you felt that way, that you had to pull the audience back in. Now that you've done it 12 times, do you use the same material or is it completely improv, man? It's completely off the cuff, right? It, got, it has to be off the cuff. I mean, I mean, I'm not seasoned enough to be, you know, to understand. And I haven't taken any of those classes that they offer, you know, because they're uh, at the Helium Portland. They have this this class or this course. I think it's like three or four day class. I can't remember exactly. But you go in there and you learn. You're, you stand up, you're, you're, you're reeling people back in and your tricks and all this stuff. But for to reel people in for me, I just find it natural that I just bam reach out and grab them somehow. You know? Nice man. Nice. So yeah, I've always, I, dude. I got this. You know, I got so many questions for you. Yeah, dude. We got we got plenty of time, bro. We can do this all day long, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, because like I, I believe you should get out there. And I believe you should talk some shit, talk some stories. You know, and some of your fucking stories that are fucking hilarious, dude. I mean, <laughs> I think the whole world needs to hear them because I mean, holy crap, dude. There are some. Dude, I had there's been some times. Remember when we used to podcast all that? There have been times where I was like done podcasting. It was like, okay, we'll see you guys later. And then my face was hurting, (laughs) stomach was hurting. I was dying laughing. Oh my god! You have to do some. You have to do more. You have to talk more. You have to let everybody know, dude. This shit is just hilarious. Next time you do it, dude, let's see some video, man. I'd love to see your stand up. I would love to see it. I would man. love to see it. Yeah. I try to yeah. put some up, or I try to get somebody to come with me so they can video or something, dude. But just it, it get is... the club, dude. Just yeah, just tell somebody, hey, you want to video this for me? Want to make a quick twenty bucks? There you go. Yeah. yeah. God, dude, it's a, and it's so fucking scary too, dude. And I thought it would get easier, but I I don't know, dude. It's like I'm so used to being like if I'm up in front of people, like even at work when I have to present something like that, I'll have a guitar with me. You know, I always yeah. have a guitar with me. And then I just like, then it's like, oh, okay, we'll I have something for them to like focus on or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Else to divert their attention. And then I'll just talk over that and I have my guitar with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright used to strum his guitar and tell jokes and Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. 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 Oh, Mitch Hedberg, dude. I oh, love dude. Mitch Hedberg, dude. Me too. 
he was the shit dude he was so funny he was so ahead of his time and he was such a you know whatever his mental issues were going on in there whatever addiction he was happening that he was such a genius and his yeah, you know his approach was so calm and mellow and all of a sudden he like whoop, gets yep. you right in the tank and you're like oh wait what yeah exactly <laughs> every time too dude he the way i look at mitch hedberg he was like our generation of taking what Stephen wright did right to like a more fucking our level you know right I mean? more demented level yeah yes yes man so what got you into doing it, bro? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Why? No, I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't remember the very first time somebody told me, they're like, hey, man, weren't you that guy? And I'm like, sure. Okay. I was. And I talked to the guy, one of the bouncers. And he's like, yeah, dude, you're up there. You ripped it for 10 minutes. I'm like, damn, when was this? And they're really, and come to find out, it was like during one of the, 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 the holes that, you know, I just don't remember. That's you awesome, know? though. That's, That's awesome. crazy, dude. That's crazy. At least it's constructive. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, dude. It's awesome, bro. Yeah. I'm, dude, I, I want to support you now. You got to You got to make a little Instagram and make it a public uh, profile as a public figure. Like, yeah. something. something, dude. I don't know. But I, I don't know, dude. I want to go. <clears throat> I want to try to sign up for some of those classes. And I want to see what it, those classes are about. Maybe they help you with the confidence or maybe they help you with delivery. Maybe they help you with, you know. Yeah, the outline. The, out, the flow from one to the other, yeah. reading audiences, you know, picking up. Yeah, I think they're just going to help you guide your creativity. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. I mean, think about it, man. I mean, my teachers, when I was growing up, the very I remember going into my uncle's house and finding this tape, two tapes, actually, that were very important, very key into my life. First one was Prince, Purple Rain. Okay. You know, the second was Richard Pryor wanted 1970 oh, Sunset Strip. And me dude, and my brothers great. were like listening to this and we're like, what? Yeah. What is an N-bomb? We yeah. didn't know. We're, we're little Mexican kids, dude. We're like, what's an N-bomb? Because I ain't going to say the, the N-bomb, you know? And we're like listening to it and we're just dying. And Richard Pryor, we listened to that tape on repeat for literally three to four years. <laughs> dude, he was the master, dude. He was the he man. Was his delivery, his um, his his presence, the way he got quiet, the way he got loud, the way he got expressionless on just audio, man. I was just like, holy crap. Then Richard Pryor came. Uh, then it was uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, man. And then Red Fox. I found Red, Red was it Red Fox, I think it was? Red Fox. You can't then, bypass Cheech and Chong, man, because that's what I grew yeah, up Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I mean? the Big Bamboo record, man. Yeah. Dude, you're Cheech and Chong, dude. I could not. Up in smoke. I must have, here. Dude. dude, they used to call me Cheech back in the day when I was, you know, doing uh, heating and air. I was like, I was like, why you guys, hey, why you guys call me Cheech, eh? <laughs> what, what are you talking about, man? Who's Cheech? Who's Cheech, man? I don't know, man. Right. Dude, yeah, so, you know, comedy has always been there, you know, more than, you know, more so than, than music. And even metal, dude, metal wasn't, didn't even come in until later, you know what I mean? I listened to... Really? <clears throat> excuse me, I listened to hip-hop a lot more. I listened to N.W.A. and Tupac, and I listened to, you know, Eric B. and Rakim. I used to listen to hip-hop more Rakim, than... Rakim, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public Enemy, dude, you know? Sugar Hill Gang. 
<clears throat> I listened to all that and metal, dude. I listened to everything, dude. Hardcore punk, you know, GBH, right, yeah. dude, Dead Kennedys, you know, yeah. as well. When I remember when NWA came out, dude. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. he just say what I thought? He said? <clears throat> that was such a prolific group. I mean, it's so important. I mean, oh, I mean absolutely. You know, dude, especially for us West Coasters, man. It's like all of a sudden you have these, you know, these African American kids, these black kids, you know, out there rapping and hip hopping and this and that. And there was just like, hey, wait a minute. And all of a sudden, it was, it, was like a, it was like a moment at our school when we were all growing up. All of a sudden, all the minorities were like, man, we got to rise up together. And all of a sudden, the riots happened. We're like, well, that, that rise up is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever heard Prophets, Prophets of Rage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. I love those guys. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. I, you know, we love every single one of those members. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it, it seemed more like a, a, a too much of a rage against the machine, and with public enemy and and separate yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, just, I, I liked it for what it was because it was my favorite groups all together in one. You know, I just bought the new Cypress Hill like like uh, a couple months ago. That is awesome. Elephants <laughs> on acid? Or which one yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so I could look it up. Yeah, I love Cypress, man. It helps because you know Christian. Base, a lot of stuff for those guys man so he's my boy sure yeah dude he's dude he i, I follow him dude he's and he's cool as shit and i send him messages every once in a while and and dude it's so funny because like so you're friends with christian but we were friends with dino and and it's it's so crazy to hear them talk they're like uh oh yeah dude dino will avoid talking anything about fear factory and christian We'll talk about Fear Factory, but he doesn't want to get into specifics. So it's like, dude, both you guys just shut the fuck up and get back together, goddammit. You Everybody know what I mean? wants it. I've, dude, we all want it, dude. I was around those guys the entire when that all that was going on. When, the, when it was the absolute worst, when they were fighting on the buses, dude. I remember they came into Chicago and I hooked up with them. I think they were playing with Iron Maiden and Monster Magnet at the time. Oh, Jesus. I hung out with Ray, and he's like, hey, man, he's like, things are really not good right now, you know? I said, you know what, dude? I'm out of here. No, don't worry. You guys handle your stuff. I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the show. You know, if you you got my, you got my number, if you need, want me to hang out, you know, I'm here, you know? You know, you're, obviously, you got shit going on, you know? I'll stay clear of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it's the only thing we can do as fans. And it was brutal, dude. It was brutal. And it was hard, man, because we saw, you know, them go without Dino, and and then then Dino went without Ray and Christian, you know. And what sucked about it all is that all this stuff could have just been done together. 100 percent dude this is typical band stuff though dude this is what doesn't get said this what they're going through happens to every other bands out there sure that just they're not big you know what i mean yeah and that's the business aspect and and having uh, a contract an agreement between all the members that should be fair for everybody sure you know what i mean and having that in place and that's that's the real lesson is to have that in place you know i mean 100 percent dude 100 percent None of those guys are, are, are rolling over in Fear Factory money. Hell no. There's, no. They're not fucking seeing any fucking much money from that, if anything, you know? Yeah. Most of those guys got other gigs going on. Ray's got you know, a lot of stuff going on. You know, Christian's got a ton of stuff going on. Power flow. Oh, yeah. Power flow, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't even, I can't believe it. I didn't even shout out. Power shout flow. Shout out to Power flow. Dude, that stuff's to- awesome, dude. I love the power flow. 
Dude, hell yeah, dude. I love Just everything. Because I love Billy from I Biohazard is like yes. a small piece of my heart when I was growing up, bro. Yes, yes, yes. That was that New York scene, dude. And I love that New York hardcore type of scene, you know. Love Mad that. ball, dude. Mad ball. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. So when Biohazard came out, I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome, man. Yeah, you just see it. It was just so such a good, great time back then for music, you know? I, it I love really this. was, dude. Yeah, I, I loved it, dude. That that whole, you know, East Coast wave of metal that came over to the West Coast and all the West Coast, all we had was what? Grunge, you know? Yeah, but that was pretty significant, dude. That dethroned metal for a was long it though? time, bro. Was it though? I mean, it's like it, it, it was good, sure, sure, it's good. Pearl it was, Jam was great, it was beautiful. Soundgarden was okay, but Allison Chains was oh, amazing. Come on, Allison Chains, Stone yeah. Temple Pilots. Oh, come on, yeah, absolutely, they dude. They weren't the wave of metal, they weren't putting out the metal that, that Anthrax was doing in no. Biohazard and everybody from the East Coast. And it was this whole you know, this you could just see the change. You could just like, okay, everybody wants to go to these metal shows. Oh, wait. Let's go over here and check out these grunge dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, by no means am I saying that Pearl Jam wasn't awesome because they still kick ass. Soundgarden was, you know, prolific, you know, I mean, yeah. just you know, amazing growing up. Uh, you know, Allison Chains, obviously, you know, Mud Honey, you had yeah. Pumpkins, Stone Temple Pilots, you had all those guys, and they were just Puddle of Mud. Remember Puddle of, well, Puddle of Mud is their own different animal now, but you know, sorry. oh god, yeah, we won't get into that, <laughs> but you know, the but you know, all of a sudden, it's like you know, I was like when I was you know, getting into the music scene as an actual player, we were you know, we had Grunt Truck. And Ben McMillan was out doing shit and he was playing local shows with us with, with not us specifically, but the group of friends that I hung out with it with their bands. And it was like, Oh shit, dude, this is getting good. And all of a sudden there's this whole Northwest insurgent of metal that just yeah. came out of, came out of the woodwork. So that was just like right there, bam. And everybody's face and everybody was just like, wow, Holy shit. Yes. You know what I mean? So you could see the evolution and, I wonder where it's going to go now. I mean, I, you can see Rings of Saturn doing their type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is, you, think, you think it's going to be like that? You think it's going to be one? I don't know, man. Years? I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it, it's so interesting, you know, with the power of the internet and everybody with the capability to record, you know, studio quality stuff at their home, dude. It opens up all the, the, all the doors, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll sit back and watch it. I think it's awesome. I don't I'll dig it all, you know. I mean, a lot of it's just very repetitive than what it came previously, you know. Yeah. But man, when we bring up grunge, dude, it's just funny. I had I have to say this because the first time that I got really turned on to grunge is when I went to go see Monsters of Rock, and Death Angel was supposed to be on that bill. Oh, I remember Death Angel? They had, a, they had an accident, so I think it was mm -hmm. Alice in Chains. Mm -hmm. cover for that. I, was, I never even heard of these guys and I wow. saw them, Alice in Chains dude, and everybody was hating on them and I was like I was <laughs> loving it, I was loving it I was like this is so fucking awesome man. I go so original, it's right. so different, you know what I mean, I dug it man, I don't know, not a lot of people it did, uh, at the, I think it was in East Troy, Wisconsin weren't agreeing, but at Alpine but What was the first Alice in Chains song you heard? Man in a box, dude. Man, Man in a box. box. Yeah. First song I heard was Queen Rooster. of the Rodeo. Rooster. The first one I heard was Queen of the Rodeo. Wow. Oh, really? Dude, so when they 
the, it was, just, you know, I got an opportunity to go to the Evergreen State College, and I cannot remember the goddamn year for the life of me, but they played, you know, little little stage like a local band, and first song they played was Queen, Queen of the Rodeo, and I was like, whoa, dude, okay, yep, yeah. I'll listen, and they got me hooked, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I seen them again at um, uh, Clash of the Titans, remember that tour? Slayer, mm-hmm. uh, Slayer, Testament, Anthrax, <laughs> Megadeth, no Testament, yeah, Slayer, Anthrax, Alice in Chains opened, yep, one more, Megadeth, oh, Megadeth. Megadeth, yep. I yep. saw, I saw that here. I saw it in Alpine Valley. I saw, I saw yeah. that Alpine, like now, Alpine Valley. Alpine Valley is the video famous where Dave Mustaine's yelling at the audience to fucking quit throwing sod at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's getting off the fucking stage. He was pissed, dude. He was pissed. I would have been pissed too, dude. Yeah. yeah. Getting clumps of fucking dirt thrown at you, dude. Yeah. How disrespectful, dude. You know? Yeah, this is Dave Mustaine we're talking about. This is royalty, bro. Take it easy. Right. It's fucking, this, is the guy, this is the reason why metal is going, you know, it's, it's accelerated. Yeah. yeah, I was at a show and he was like, hey, for this next song, I want you all to come down to the first 10 rows. And everybody just mobbed the stage, man. It was oh, brutal. That's some crazy shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, music, man. What an evolution. What a what a crazy time. What a, what a beautiful time to be alive, you know? What about drummers, dude? They're drummers, dude. Like Infinite Nail here. Nail here dude. Aaron Kitchen, dude. My God. These drummers, I, I, I can't even wrap my head on how fast these guys get now. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it. I can't. I wish I knew the guy's name from, uh, from, from what was it? From Rings of Saturn. Well, he's now in a different band, but that dude was so fucking quick. And Tim Young too, dude. Holy oh, God. Tim Young, dude, is a fucking beast, bro. Savage, dude. I don't even know what he is. He playing with Nile still? Is he still with Nile? Um, I don't even know, bro. I haven't even listened to Nile in a while, man. Last time I paid attention to them was when uh, they were with Ray and Christian doing. Yeah. Uh, when oh, I forgot what the project that was called, Divine Heresy. Oh no, <coughs> no, it was uh, Akira. No, no, it was, uh, oh, it was something. I, oh man, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I got the worst memory, dude. I got the worst memory. It was, it was dude from Nile. It was Tim, Christian, Ray, and uh, oh my god, I can't believe I remember the singer too. I'll have to we'll have to put it in notes later. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. But it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Oh man. Yeah, dude. I just I'm, I'm curious as to you know what's gonna happen. Jay, look it up. Look it look look it up. Look look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I started to look I started to look up when uh he was talking about drummers and he's like, Who's the drummer for Rings of Saturn? And I went down and then you guys went to some uh tim young and then you were like gone and i was like i'm not even gonna try and keep track of this shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm here for you no i don't want to stop the flow uh, Archaea, Archaea, that's it Archaea. all right Archaea, Archaea. and yeah. let me What's the band you listen to right now? Newest band you listen to? Oh, other than Wheeler Walker Jr. I mean, other than Wheeler Walker Jr. Wheeler Girl. Walker Jr. I don't even know who the hell that is. 
Oh, oh, boy. oh bro, I'm going to send you a link later. Really? I'm going to yeah, send I you a link later, dude. Out, dude. Dude, <laughs> dude, you're just going to be like, what in the... Okay, why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, I mean, so other than Wheeler Walker Jr., who you don't know yet, but you will soon, who are you listening to right now? Who's 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 in your playlist? Who's the you know top top dude? You know, man, who's uh, I gotta remember the band. Fuck, man, I'd say I do. I got. I'm like really into this band called Turnstile right now. Turnstile, Turnstile, and they're uh, they're more like a skate punk type nice. of band, dude. Nice, dude. But yeah. they old school. Awesome, dude. Old school, and there's two singers, dude. There's a black dude, and then there, there's a, yeah, yeah, two singers. God, my brain farted, but they're, they're <laughs> awesome. And, and, and for a band that does two different singers, dude, they pull it off completely solid, oh, solid, awesome. solid. Old homeboy, black bro, has got a set of pipes on him, dude, that kills, kills. Dude. They did such a nice contrast, and it's old school, like these nice moshy pips to break down parts you know what i mean yeah yeah Where nothing but elbows and kneecaps dude oh damn dude <laughs> i'm listening to right now this band uh i don't know where they're from honestly i just found them on instagram scrolling through and the guy the the, the guitar player's name is tony shout out to tony from meridian parkway the guys are just awesome you see these guys jamming just him and the drummer and the drummer's name is tadpole and the dude tadpole the dudes together are just mind blowing. You're just like, you hear them and you're like, no, no, stop that because that's not natural. And they just like, you know, then you see them and you already are even talking to them, you know, just little conversations with, this, with the guys. Cause I sent them messages like, oh man, your shit's awesome. Your shit's badass. And he's like, oh dude, thanks man. You know, appreciate it. This and that, or just, you know, a little general conversation, but he, the, the band Meridian Parkway, shout out to those guys, Tony and Tadpole, you guys, kick ass those guys are badass go check those guys out dude meridian yeah, i'll have to check out meridian parkway absolutely yeah. man yeah. yeah that's awesome and wheeler walker jr but that's a whole other story. wheeler walker jr dude he's got, <laughs> he's got some songs in there dude you're funny like, with the wheeler walker jr I, i'm dying to, to hear oh it. dude, nice. that's dude awesome. i just can't every time i listen to him i just like what dude <laughs> I mean, I can't stop laughing when I listen to it or even thinking about it. And then you guys have to hear it too, just for the pure shock factor. I don't know. Maybe the, uh, the, the whole, uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this in the end is an audio broadcast. He's doing a proctologist, the proctologist uh, testing, the but full, full fist. He just, he, he just gave Adam his, his beer, the first meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. by, by first uh, first knuckle, you mean uh, knee? <laughs> oh, dude. So, I, 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 yeah, we might as well give out a shout to my buddy, uh, Sean Glass. He's got a solid uh, new project called Repentance. Nice. Huh? Really good, man. I get it. They're, they're working, on, uh, working on a new release. But Repentance is called? Repentance, yeah repentance cool hell yeah man i'm all about checking out new music dude. they're badass man they're really good bro nice where are they from out here well it, it's a, it's a mixture of a couple of people in the band i'm not sure exactly remember offhand 
it's, right. a, it's a mix of other uh, guys from other bands. Because Sean knows everybody, dude. That guy's yeah. been around forever, man. So where are you, you guys? Where do you guys stream in music? Where do we find all this stuff? Um, I mean, you know what? It's 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 between YouTube, Spotify, yeah. and Pandora, man. You That's know, what my Google friend music. says. And YouTube is actually too. really good. YouTube and Apple Music for me. SoundCloud yeah. too, yeah, SoundCloud. SoundCloud or Instagram, honestly, because I follow this uh this hashtag death metal or oh, hashtag last beats or whatever. And one of those hashtags, I just followed it, went down the rabbit hole, and all of a sudden I was like, whoa, boom. It's <laughs> nice. Okay. Awesome. So that's where I'm finding all my music because you know, then I find them there and then I go into the Apple Music and purchase. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been turned on just from like watching other YouTube videos. I hear a song, I'm like, man, where is that from? Yeah. You know, now we got the technology to put all your phone to the speaker to find out what song it is. Yeah. So when's your next stand up, dude? When's your, when's your tour? <laughs> yeah, dude, if, it, if anything happens, dude, I'm coming to Chicago. One, to roll with you. Two, to bike with you. Three, to throw down at a show, dude. You know what I mean? Hey. Yeah, we got tons of comedy clubs out here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. I've been researching all the places I want to go to. Yeah. Now I have to research Tallahassee because that's where Jason's at. So, yeah. you know, there's a spot down there in Miami Beach that I can do, uh, you know, not too far. It's right next to the fucking Circle K in the strip club. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Tallahassee has no strip clubs. Oh, wait till I get there. We're a college town. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You know what oh. I mean? Wait till I get there. I mean, uh, yeah. Seven of them. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, dude. As soon as everything opens back up, I'm going to get, you know, take a class and I get into one of those classes, those improv classes or whatever, and then uh, and then hit it. I don't know. I probably have to take one or two classes at least. Everybody else is like, I hear people doing, you know, 12 to to, to 20 of these classes and in there and i'm like why dude you don't don't you do you have to wait for somebody to write them for you or do you what yeah. yeah some people are comfortable at level one and some people want to go through level one to get to level two you know what i mean yeah i'm like a comfortable level 20 but i'll go back to level one just because i'm like oh, <laughs> what did i forget <laughs> what am i not doing here you know yeah so i think i would have to write out my material you yeah know what i mean I think I would have to write it out, man. In order, do you perform in front of a mirror by yourself at all? Like practice? I try. I try. It's and hard, it's like, right? That's got to be hard. That's difficult. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Don't look at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's hard to look at yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did when I started podcasting. I had just talked into a mirror. Uh, it's hard. It's a difficult thing. And it's I think what helped me too was, you know, uh, was the ability to be podcast with you guys or, you know, back then, because it was such a, you know, a nerve wracking thing. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm, you know, yeah. <laughs> scared. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, it came natural and I'm like, oh shit. So then when we came back around to this, I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And then I was like, realizing I'm like, dude, I've been doing stand up now. I got 12 under my belt. That's nothing compared to all these other guys. But in my area for the open micer, I'm like, you know, I'd show up and you know, do a few minutes, you know. Dude, it's 12 more than I did. I, it's difficult to do it. Sure. Dude, I just would love for you to get up there, dude. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I tell you what, dude, I will definitely give it a go. I will definitely yeah. give it a go. Because I know I can easily write 10 minutes of material. Easily. Oh, 100%, dude. Without even thinking about it. 
So yeah. we just got to find a club that'll take the four of us, right? Yeah. Oh, anybody. Yeah. Open mic. Yeah, you can pretty much open mic. Because, I mean, Johan's not here, but he's in my heart. Is it? He lives in my heart as well. He's right. my doctor, my personalized uh, physician, my long, long guy. He also takes care of my dirt. I'd love to fly him in from Sweden just to do stand up for 10 minutes. That's America. It'd be dry fucking Swedish humor. That's America. And then to make him go back. <laughs> Later, doctor. <laughs> It'd be 10 minutes of why Sweden's better than everybody. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, but I'll go on after him. Oh. <laughs> America. First. America. <laughs> America. Oh, America. That's, That's funny. Hell so, yeah, dude. Do you guys Netflix? You got any suggestions for shows? Uh, dude, I watched, uh, obviously, Tiger King. You know, dude, yeah, watching. Tiger King's fucking, what a train wreck that was. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Mass. Dude, that's everybody I've ever met in Florida. I swear to God. At least the Daytona area. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I've, I've been watching this this weird thing, dude. It's a, a, what's it called? Lock and Key. It was a trippy little de, de, little series. It was like instantly, then I remembered I had read the graphic novel, dude. Really? You know oh, I mean? it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I haven't checked it out yet. Is it good? Get out, dude. It is such, you're like, at first, you're like, okay, all right, great. Whoa, what? What just happened? Wait, wait ooh, hold on. <laughs> yep, that one and the Umbrella Academy was so dope, dude. My wife was all about that, dude. The Umbrella Academy. Yes, both of those are just fantastic series. That one, and then I watched um, uh, Earth at Night, which is you know, it's Earth and it's at night. There's a bunch of tigers, <laughs> you know. But it was you know fascinating to see these damn things, dude. You know, the Oreo Barolio. <laughs> Aurelia Borealis, whatever they call it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good shit. Netflix, man, they have they have some good stuff. Yeah, I would, I, I totally, I am so into fucking Shit's Creek. Love, is Schitt's it good? Creek. Oh, dude, it, what's killed me about it is that you remember it's Eugene Levy. Mm-hmm. Now you remember Eugene Levy from SCTV from back in the day, right? way back in the day, way back in the day. This is like you know, yeah, you know. So it's him and his son that write this show, and his son stars in it, dude. And his son is, dude, the whole cast has got to be fucking gold. They are all gold. That is probably the best cast TV comedy series I've seen so far. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, you being a comedy guy, you got to watch Shit's Creek, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. got to, dude. It's hysterical, dude. Eugene Levy's kid, that kid, he, he's fucking amazing, dude. Every episode, he's got me in tears. Every episode. Oh, that's awesome. I'll check it out, dude. Shit's Creek. My friend just turned me on to uh, Bojack Horseman. Am I the last person to know about this? It's hilarious <laughs> as fuck. My son, we probably should not be watching it. He was telling me about Bojack Horseman. Bo- he loves it's, Bojack. It's freaking awesome, man. What is it called? Bojack Horseman. It's Bojack. great. Okay. My, my friend turned me on to it. She just turned it on. She's like, you want to watch this now? And I was like, all right. And I just couldn't stop. I'm going to have to watch it now. I don't know what it is. I'm the last, <laughs> I'm the last one to know what that is. And Big Mouth. He watched Big, Big Mouth, Mouth, yeah. Which he I, definitely should be watching. You know? I watched season one. I didn't know that there was more. 
Paradise PD. Damn. Is, he, is he into anime? Yeah, he likes anime. Yeah. Give me a good anime. What's a good anime? Well, Death Note. Death Note. Yeah, okay. I like uh, Death Clock. Dude, you say anime, dude, I think Akira. That's what, that's what I remember, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I remember G-Force. G yes. Yeah. Voltron. Yeah, they Voltron, were all they were bro. all birds. Yeah. Voltron. That was it, dude. That was the start of it all, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I was telling my friend. I was like, the, the, the anime I watched is like nothing compared to this, you know. <laughs> no, dude, it's on ten, bro. I yeah. mean, with the, all the Dragon Ball Z, dude. I mean, if you have any problems with issue of flashing lights, dude, yeah. you should never really watch <laughs> any anime ever. <laughs> you'll definitely have a seizure sorry, if it can bolt out of control there yeah do some of these episodes dude I got a headache I'm like man why do I got a headache man it's a fucking strobe of ultraviolet colors at my head for the past 20 minutes dude. oh god dang you dude know? I mean it starts at level 1 but after that it just goes <laughs> to level 10 and never stops oh dude it yeah. never stops yeah it's, Look, it it's on ten, entire time bro Nick's in the background seizure. Yeah, this is the product of watching anime. See what happens? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Wow, I can't believe we talked for two hours and Tony didn't mention a wet wiper. Oh, I was gonna say something about one. Uh, yeah. Adam's got him Hey, Tony's big into wet wipes, and if any wet wipe sponsor wants to sponsor Tony, oh, I'd rather I'd rather take the bidet. No, I got a garden hose. I can just wash that shit out. You know, we wash everything. We wash our clothes with water. We wash our cars with water. We shower okay. with water. Okay. But we refuse to use water for that area. Why yeah. not? I got what you. Gives? Why? I'm Why? all over it. I'm all about it, bro. Dude, my mom. Dude, my, so my mom like got her house remodeled. Listen to this. This is a quick funny story. My mom got um, completely redid her house. Her boyfriend moved in. They did this oh, fancy shit, right? She's like, she would tell me, she's like, ah, and then I went to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, well, this story just got awkward. <laughs> uh, but then I sat down on the toilet. Did we have a bidet? And I go, okay. Just I didn't get out of there for 45 minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> 45 dude, minutes? Yeah, Bro. dude. You're like, man, you pull down your pants and spread your cheeks, dude. You get the gleam. Ding. Like fine china. Yeah. No better feeling. Ain't no better feeling, brother. Ain't no better feeling. It's a solid closure to the start of your day. You're like, all right, I'm prepared. I'm feeling clean. You know? It's better than walking around with a question mark going, did I Greasy cheek? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, the swamp ass. Yeah, you, you don't want swamp ass, bro. Swamp ass. Well, no. Booty? No. Ooh. Girl, no. Hell no. Bye, girl. <laughs> Especially if you're digging through and you're pulling out rivets. Oh. From the clogged up rolls of toilet paper stuck to your hairs. Ouch. Another bogus reason to have toilet paper. Should be rinse and dab, dude. Rinse and dab, ever clogging up the sinks, dude. Yeah. Bro, hell no. Some oh. of those bidets got like a blow dryer, heated blow dryer, heated seats, dude. Wireless. Mm, Bluetooth. Yeah. Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hell yeah, dude. Oh, shit. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. He keeps asking me. I don't know. He's, he can watch. Hey, you know, yeah, so listen here, boy. You watch. <laughs> I got my laptop downstairs. No, you got it. All right. All right. Well, I'm good, man. I, I got to get rolling, actually. I got to get some lunch. I got to finish the laundry, all that up there. But, dude, this was an absolute blast, guys. Dude, I miss you, bro. I miss the shit oh, out of you, bro. Totally. Hell I yeah. Great. Let's definitely do this again, man. That was a we great will. We will, great man, for sure. We did, I, I'll be earlier this time. I, I got out of my Swedish massage with a, by a Vietnamese man. He was, sna- he was snapping the radish. Who's he kidding? <laughs> <laughs> he had to get one out. Hell yeah, bro, dude! I'm I'm so happy for you, bro, that you're doing so well, and I'm I can't wait to like hook up with you at some point, man. We've been talking about it for years. We gotta hook up, dude. Got to roll, dude. I want to roll with you because I know that rolling with you, I'll learn, and then I want to ride bikes with you because, dude, we gotta hang. We will, we will. We gotta, gotta hang. We gotta do it. Let's just get drunk, fall down some stairs or something, bro. Do That's something right. Cool. Let's just get drunk and blow fucking Roman candles from between our legs. Yeah, something, bro. Anything it doesn't matter. Hell yeah, hell yeah, bro. Well, cool. Right on, bro. All right, guys. I love you. Love you. Let's be good, man. (laughs) Bye, brother. And now, The Present by Meridian Parkway.